0: hello and welcome to trashy trashy where we take a dumpster dive on this week's garbage people and look at all the trashy news stories my name is erica and i am your host my
1: name is cassandra and i'm your other host good morning it's good morning. we're coming to you live from the morning
0: oh good morning it just feels so good to just take in the trash early
1: Yeah. And I shouldn't have said live. We're not live. If you think this podcast is live, what do you think we
0: do all day? We just sit around and wait for you to listen? Yeah. I Oh, I thought this was live. I thought we were coming to him. I thought this was like a morning radio show. Oh man. The morning radio shows (laughs) have been morning morning radio
1: showing lately. I texted you the other day about it. It was like, we turn on the car and it was the Woody show which is on Alt 98.7 in Los Angeles. And I, but I think it's like a national show. It mm-hmm. must be like, it doesn't feel catered to Los Angeles audience, but he was like, "A oh, call in. We're talking about your uh, first lesbian experience or something like just something like wanting straight women to call in to talk about like a gay moment that they had. And I'm like, how many of these like, Call screeners are just getting calls from actual lesbians, being like, "Are you fucking serious?" Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It was just like I honestly, felt like I had entered the car and then was put in a time machine. It's crazy.
0: that's since st- that's truly bonkers. <laughs> it was weird. Oh, uh, I I hate I I also you know love. I have a love hate with the morning sure i I went through my i was cleaning up my old tweets when when old elon took over Mm -hmm. you know our our new our new world daddy and i (laughs) i found a tweet that i had called in to the morning road i called into kevin and bean in 2011 and i made it to the show yeah i was on a segment i was live on the air and I had called in about a time that I was stuck in a tanning bed. I my back had gone out while I was tanning at at a, at a, t- a tanning spa in my college town, and uh-huh. I I like couldn't move. I couldn't get up. I couldn't stand. I couldn't I can get up at all. So I had to. It was like it was like the Revenant, the Leonardo DiCaprio movie where he fights a bear. What? Sure. That, that was my struggle. We I, saw that I,
1: together. Do you remember that?
0: Yes, yeah.
1: We went to a sag screening for that yeah. and I had no idea what the movie
0: was. That was fun. <laughs> you were that like, "Oh, was, an, a nice Leonardo DiCaprio movie. Maybe he'll get just a cup of tea and just be nice."
1: <laughs> that was when I started like stop that's that's when I stopped watching previews before movies. It was because <laughs> I had so much fun and was so surprised by that movie. Because I was like, if you would have talked to me beforehand, and been like, oh, the posters are all around town. What do you think this is? I'm like, I don't know. Just another Leonardo DiCaprio Oscar bid. No clue what happens, though. <laughs> Wouldn't I told you that it was about
0: him fighting a bear for two hours. <laughs> well, I, so what I did was I had to roll myself. Like, st- like to start like rolling back and forth gently to get momentum. And then eventually, like, get the momentum up painful so pain every inch was painful but I ro- rocked and rolled myself out of the tanning bed eventually to crawl to my cell phone to call a friend like put clo- I mean I was in there for 40 minutes you know it was humiliating but I called a friend I was like I need you to come pick me up and like pick like walk here and pick drive me you home Call the business I did not want to see those tanning girls are vicious that is, I am not having the tanning gals come see me butt ass naked in a tanning bed, just like a worm like Heidi Klum was for Halloween. But you were burning. No, 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 the tanning bed had stopped. Oh, it turned off. You were butt just... ass naked in a turned off tanning bed. Did you at least open it? I mean, you can push it up, but you can't, you know, can't go nowhere. It was, it was bad. It was bad. Wow. But I told that story and they of course said, you know, were you naked? All these questions. It was just <laughs> gross. <laughs> just so gross. But yeah, I, I called it. Were in, you naked? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't remember how they sound like. No, that sounds right. <laughs> and then like, I'm sure like a beluga horn went off like. <laughs> <laughs> God. Anyway. Yeah. Why are you trash? Yes. Thank you so much for asking Besides that. I mean, besides that, I, you know, I love, I love so many things, but I, I'm so, you know, I'm so grateful for the rideshare experiences that I've had in my life.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What a, what a neat opportunity that all cabs and lifts and ubers have afforded me i've had some unique experiences i've had a uber driver that was supposed to be taking me to west hollywood take off for downtown and that's the opposite direction for those of you don't know that's the opposite of direction terrified (laughs) yeah so i did fake phone call and i was like yeah i'm on my way to west hollywood yeah no i'm meeting people yeah babe Oh yeah. Oh, you're tracking my location. Yeah. 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 Of course. You know, I did fake phone call and then they made a turn around anyway. But I was in an Uber driver the other day. I was Uber ride, Uber ride. And the driver Mm -hmm. asked me and my partner, Winston, they were trying to tell a story and they were trying to, you know, describe something. And they said, they were, again, they were trying to describe something and tell the story. And they said, Hey, what's a better word for the R word that we all describe people at in the 90s and early 2000s, the oh the big God. R word? And we just said, uh, yeah, I um I, you know, I I really I really need the context, I guess. But they said it like 3 or 4 times trying to describe the thing they were saying for their I need a better word for that. And we were like, yeah, I wouldn't use that one, but, um, whoa, and we were just sitting there trying to be like, I, I, how do, are we, are we the, the, the the pedestal elite liberals that we think we are, or are we gonna, how do we assist this person to be better? Which we think they're asking for, but they continue to use it. So it was just like a real, it was a scale prop, you know, it's like there were, there were scales before us just weighing one side or the other. It was like the, the scale of justice, social justice (laughs) before us. And I didn't, uh, we panicked. We were like, um, yeah, maybe, maybe try this. It was just, it was a very, um, garbage situation. And we were like, how do we, do we say no they're asking to be better so we can't say anything you know it's very sure. um, very stupid but and it, i i don't there wasn't ill intent in their their question you know or even i think their delivery okay sorry yeah i mean i realized there was no ill intent in their question i just didn't no know what a
1: controversial <laughs> you're really taking a, a gamble you know to be that lift driver who's like my story today, yes, I, I was a Lyft driver for a, a little bit, like when it first was getting started and it was like a nice way to make extra money before you realize that it actually isn't a nice way to make extra money. Yeah, And you do end up repeating yourself a lot throughout the day because at least I did because I maybe am a little bit socially awkward. <laughs> and so like, I kind of like made a deal with myself as to like what topics of conversation I was going to like discuss with people if i had to speak you know Mm -hmm. um so if other people other drivers do that then that's interesting that that guy was like (laughs) all right today is going to be the day that i really try to crack this nut (laughs) yeah 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 well why are you trashed here well you know uh the holidays are upon us um and uh i was in uh i was in show choir in high school for two years um and I show choir as seen on glee can be quite vigorous. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you catch a, you catch a cold or you get sick or something too bad because every week, every weekend something is happening. So I happened to catch a cold um, leading up to the winter concert and this is my first year in choir and I had to show the fuck out because I wanted to, you know, get bumped up to the advanced choirs like the next year. Of course. You know? Yeah. And so and I and I fancied myself as the best singer in my current choir, which is stupid. I probably wasn't, but I, you know, I am the main character in my own story. <laughs> so when I caught this cold, my voice was going out, I was like fuck my fucking solo, you know, cause I did have a solo mm-hmm. and the solo was in like higher octave of my voice, right. which is not a voice that I'm comfortable in, but like I fucking nailed the solo. So I had to just trust the process. Anyways, we're, um, I can't remember now if it was a rehearsal or if it was a performance, but, you know, I go up and I do my solo, like there is more to this time of year, whatever. (laughs) And, uh, and then, you know, like you, you, then you step back and you get into formation and the whole choir finishes this as long as there's Christmas, you know, whatever. Um, And uh, I had to show out. So my voice was like squeaky, because of this cold. Like I was, I was unwell, you know, but I was like, I'm not, I, and I, but I still was like, I could project louder than any of these fucks. And I have to like, this choir needs me in this moment. of
0: course.
1: And so I was projecting, I was singing my heart out. My shit sounded fucking awful. I think I almost like in my head was like, if they hear how hard I'm trying, like everyone will pity me and be like, wow, like, we really need her. Hero. And she's yeah. so, yeah, what a hero. And I remember the, like the choir leader who was like a senior that year. And she was in advanced choir, but she also did the this like, you know, lower choir, you know, because some kids would do more than one. She stood next to me. And I don't think that she liked me very much. And that's fine. Cause I didn't like her very much. And I'm pretty sure she's slept with my boyfriend. But yeah. in that moment, she squeezed my hand. And in my head, I translated it to, I'm getting the pity I deserve right now. Yeah, of She can see, she can hear how much this is hurting me to, you know, but I'm still giving out my all to the choir. But in retrospect, as someone who has squeezed the hand or a knee of someone who needed to maybe
0: be quiet. hamp it
1: back. <laughs> I think now. That was her intention. I think she was squeezing my hand to politely say, you need to stop singing so loud. It's fucking crazy. (laughs) And it only took me, you know, (laughs) it only took me uh, 14 years to realize that or maybe 16, 17 years now. It's only taken me almost 20 years to realize that maybe for the winter concert, I should have toned it back. Yeah. And that I had the rest of the year to prove myself. Wow. So. Oops. Wow. Wow,
0: <laughs> wow.
1: I love to sing. You do. And you have a beautiful
0: voice. Thank you. Thank you. You know, you. I mean, sometimes you just never know what is too much, similar to the, the man in our yeah. first story. Yeah. From
1: MSN.com, a man planted the world's most dangerous plant because he was bored.
0: Men will literally grow the world's most dangerous plant rather than go to therapy. Absolutely. (laughs) Sorry,
1: Sorry, men. (laughs) So so there's this plant that's native to Australia and uh, Malaysia called the Gimpy Gimpy. And it can deliver a sting that is so painful that it can cause suicidal thoughts, which I don't know if that's editorializing or if that's true.
0: Aye, I, aye, I, I mean, I, have you ever had one of those um, like pick headaches, like which is like a flash that's so painful, but it's only for like a second? Yeah. I, those have brought me to my knees before where it's like, I don't want to, I can't live in this world. Like I get it, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't think I've had like a, I've been in a pain before, but I don't think I've had a continuous pain that has made me think it's time to end it, you know, mm-hmm. or like, it's time to cut off this
0: limb. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so the man from Oxford said he wanted to, Add a bit of drama to his gardening. Okay. Okay. A Fun. bit of drama. Sure. So, yeah, he wanted to see if he could add some danger. And he got the seeds from a company in Australia. It was like $60 Australian. So it wasn't cheap. Okay. And so he just, <laughs> he was bored with his drariums. Ugh, who hasn't been ge- bored with their geraniums? Geraniums? Geranium? I don't know. I don't geraniums. Think- it's. I think it's geraniums. Oh, fucking plants! I don't know. I All don't right. know flowers. The- oh. But yeah, you're probably right. That sounds better. But yeah, that's I'm just insane. reading it. Yeah, no, you're probably correct. That's crazy, though. Why did he do that?
1: I mean, there's tons of like difficult plants to take care of. You know, Have you ever
0: try to keep an orchid alive? Do that. A
1: basil plant, a tomato, like I Gosh. mean, there's to- anything that's not a fucking uh pothos, honestly, yeah. is a is a challenge to keep alive in my yeah. opinion. But yeah, so he like got this crazy fucking weed and um he he keeps it in a cage and the cage says danger. Like ah, uh, I
0: don't know. When asked if he'd been stung yet, he said he's had a few brushes with danger. Boo! Boo! Get out of here! Ugh. Anyway, you know, yes, we we've had several stories in the last few weeks about cheating scandals. It, you know what?
1: Honestly, it seems to affect everybody. There is nothing sacred.
0: Nothing. Nothing. There, There might be. There was cheating in podcasting. People were inflating their numbers. Did you really know that? Yes, that was a huge huge story. People were basically overinflating they were buying so when you would do like those uh like online ga- you know like uh games on your cell phone and you would uh-huh. have to watch an ad
1: they were uh-huh.
0: somehow putting podcasts on those so it would count as a view even if it was just like 3 or 4 seconds of a of a clip it would count as a view so that they could get their ad dollars up. I mean <sighs> skyrocketing
1: that doesn't no, that doesn't um, bother me
0: that much <laughs> no integrity in the game but yeah anyway so I now <laughs> I mean, we've had fishing we've had chess we've had poker mm-hmm. and now is there nothing sacred cornhole cornhole now some people Which, call it bags in different regions of the u.s yeah i but, mean yeah. it's cornhole it's cornhole so from the DailyMail.co.uk, professional cornhole is rocked by bag gate a cheating scandal after top team used thinner and lighter bags to win $15,000 prize.
1: So this is a 2022 American Cornhole League World Championship held in Rock Hill, South Carolina. So there's a number one team, uh, our number one ranked team was accused by their competitor of using bags that were not up to code, which has fans now saying the dirty underbelly is being exposed.
0: There's a dirty
1: underbelly to competitive cornhole.
0: In my mind, the dirty underbelly is just people not bathing that and here's here's what's up. If if
1: every single thing that people do for fun has a dirty underbelly humans are the problem like money is the because pro- so whoever wins this you know gets fifteen thousand dollars so fifteen thousand dollars is enough for people to expose their true colors and and it's dirty
0: didn't uh uh uh, uh giselle's ex-husband uh, giselle's ex-husband ex-husband have a cheating scandal what's his name tommy tom brady Yeah. Didn't he like inflate football? Inflate gate.
1: Tom Brady is, uh, we simply can't get into it. People get too, too crazy about it, but yes, there has been allegations in the past of Tom Brady and the Patriots coach bill something. I don't know. Anyways, they've been accused of cheating many times. So this is, I guess, a similar thing where the Rival said that the number one team was using underweight bags, he said that the bags were too thin. Which then, as they were investigating it, they realized that the competitors' bags weren't up to code either. So, like, he whom smelt it dealt it almost yeah. like both of them were apparently not. By oh. the way, there's a very easy solution to this. <laughs> very easy. Why is the want to get Ameri- to bring your own bags yeah why does not why does the american cornhole league provide the bags yeah that's on or like like yeah. put your specs up yeah online yeah so that everyone can make sure that they're using
0: you know like oh no 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 the, the league should furnish them that should be a you don't get to bring your own equipment absolutely like that's great yeah. they have to be cheating Six by six inches and weigh Mm -hmm. 16 ounces as the American Cornhole League dictates. Now, so you provide the six by
1: six and 16. So because they started talking about all the different ways that people cheat, like people, someone, someone runs over their bags to like flatten them because I guess they throw better when they're flat. Other people have boiled the bags in like vinegar to make them slipperier. Or my, more slippery? I That's know. insane. <laughs> like, what on earth?
0: My favorite part of this whole article is somebody from the Addicted to Cornhole Facebook group said, quote, I think it's funny that everyone believed it would be all friendships and rose petals forever in cornhole. Like, that person's hurt. <laughs> like that is, Yeah. That is the words of a broken person. <laughs> this person is like, cornholes
1: their life, and they're like, well, just like everything else in life, I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop. You know, fucking Linda left. The, the kids don't speak, Jimmy, and now cornhole. Well, what should I even expect? But oh, they're yeah, so like they're saying that for the 2023 season that they're making you know major steps to reduce cheating. Is it just providing the bag, like? You think the baseball teams get to bring their own baseballs? That's part of what inflate gate was. I think With the football team is that the football like Patriots and whomever they were playing all had their own footballs or something. I don't know how that, I don't know how it happened, but you just can't. (laughs) Like in baseball, you get to to bring your own
0: bats, which is, I think bad. I think the league should also issue those.
1: Well, no, because you know, it's,
0: it's, if you swing better with corking corking huh they've had corking problems with it where they What's corking where you hollow out the bat you put something in it right i, I don't know oh
1: well i mean baseball they let them use steroids too so well sorry
0: officially oh
1: yeah
0: a cork bat is a modified bat that's filled, filled with cork or other lighter denser substance to make the bat lighter the light well, who bat cares? gives a quicker swing and may improve a hitter's timing and it creates a trampoline. Yeah, this is the way, so softball, so the metal bats that are used in fast-pitch softball, they're hollow, but they create, there's a substance in this where essentially what you do is you have to break them in. You have to break, there's a substance inside where you you have to break in, in quotations, a bat. And then what happens is once that inner shell of the bat is broken in, it creates like a trampoline effect. So like, You're not just hitting it with the metal inside, the inside, like the metal outside, the metal inside, basically what you do is when it hits, it's more like trampolining off the bat rather than just like the bat ball combination. You know, that
1: for some reason doesn't bother me, but then I guess you think about it. What is the difference between getting to use your own bat versus getting to bring your own slippery
0: bags? I don't Speaking of slippery bags, let's get into our next story from <laughs> insidethemagic.net. the magic. Oh, Erica. <laughs> that transition is hilarious. <laughs> Woman removed from multiple attractions at theme park as breast cause safety hazard. Okay. You tell
1: the story okay. because I don't think I can do so while being
0: fair. I you know, I, I'm sniffing a little. I don't know if this one's on my truth meter, but yeah. Okay. So, one of the world's most well known theme parks is once again under fire for not being completely accessible for all types of guests. And this time, the paying visitor was left completely mortified when the guest team member brought up her chest in front of lines of other people. Yes, the guest breast caused a safety hazard at the theme park leaving her unable to ride multiple attractions of course theme parks worldwide have numerous health and safety measures and protocols in place to support the guest experience all to ensure that there's no risk to the guest while experiencing attractions that being said not all theme parks are accessible for all types of guests and informed about who can ride will be found in the respective what do you center. work for this pr- you work for this place I'm just, I'm just, not, the, the information will be provided on the website ahead of time so guests can, you know, plan out their visit. However, one guest visiting Alton Towers competitor Thorpe Park Resort in the United Kingdom did not anticipate that her breasts would be, make her unable to ride multiple rides at the leisure destination.
1: Okay. So.
0: No. Here's the thing. The does woman it had-
1: really yeah. say on the website that your proportions have to be of such 38 28 36 or yeah more. i was trying to think. <laughs> like a rap song <laughs> yeah i mean
0: okay fine whatever yeah so carry on the guest 27 said that her
1: 30 speaking 18, to the
0: sun speaking, speaking to, to the, the sun, sun rupert will, murdoch's the sun no. yeah speaking to the sun Which, I mean, honestly, would we sell our, like, our legs to, like, be under his empire and be paid? I mean, probably. But, like, what a bad man right now. Finger wagging. (laughs) So her size 38E breast caused her visit to Thorpe Park in Surrey, England, to be completely unenjoyable, causing a state of embarrassment and relatively unused the 200-pound ticket, the disgruntled guest experience. So she tried to board uh, several um rides the swarm stealth and nemesis but had to get off each ride because the safety restraints would not click into place she'd visited 40 theme parks before without issue and was told in front of the other queers your chest is too big now here is where are you sniffing the bullshit meter yes okay sondra i'm a i'm gonna cue in the listeners i'm gonna let everybody know I'm a 38J boob size. I don't use breasts like this eloquent paper an article has. <laughs> and never in my life has <laughs> a theme park ride not fit over my chesticles. Like I have been to Disney many times. I've been to a Frontier City. I've been to a Six Flags. I've been to some offshoot theme park, you know, run by like, you know, Bob and his swamp wife, you know, Matilda. I've never not had that safety harness go over these, these, these uh, bazongas, you know?
1: Honestly, it's like, cause she was trying to say that like, every time she would sit in a ride, the person would go up to her and be like, you know, your boobs are too big. You have to get off this ride. And she says that it happens to her on three different rides and that, you know, like she didn't get a refund for the ticket basically. And that, and that the employees told her husband to bring someone else next time. I'm sorry. But until the article changes to this woman's lawyer speaking to this right. publication, Because are you kidding me? Like, that's why I think it's fake. Because if this actually happened, don't you think someone would sue over this? Because it feels like discriminatory, you know, like the way that she allegedly was being treated. I think that this woman maybe had some sort of like thing occur where she like got on the ride, but then like Maybe it didn't click into place and she took it to say that like, this is because of my boobs or I don't know exactly what happened, but yeah. I don't think that this is true at all. I think that this woman was like, she's got beef with this theme park. Yeah. Her funnel cake came out <laughs> shitty or something. And she's decided to burn this place, to the ground with anyone who will listen and the son will
0: listen. Yeah. I mean, they're they're always listening. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, because, I mean, I think that the least that could happen is if you end up being too big for the rides that, like, the theme park would be like, hey, sorry about that. Here's your money back. Or something. They wouldn't go. It says on our website that you have to have smaller bazongs in order to get on. I don't know. Seems seems fake seems like bullshit and speaking of bullshit let's talk about some fine art yes
0: <laughs> is it all a scam anyway so um from the bbc.com a prestigious news site mhm piet mondrian a piet mondrian artwork displayed upside down for 75 years fun fact i've seen this oh
1: she. she. I've seen this because I am a fine art aficionado. Of course, I saw it in Paris. So an artwork by an abstract Dutch painter Piet Mondren has been hanging upside down in various galleries for 75 years, according to an art historian. Like, you know, I want to say that this is also bullshit. (laughs) I don't think it's bullshit. I think that this, you know, that people might actually believe that this happened, but don't you think that the artist... Would have said something when his art went up because he was still alive when was he art i think i uh, let's see when he died this story makes me think that he was still alive otherwise he died in 1944 oh yeah and it was put up in display oh in 1945 so he couldn't have told them if it was upside down I still think it's bullshit though. Yeah. First of all this artwork for anyone who's curious, it just looks like someone put a bunch of painter's tape and uh <laughs> you know, mapped out a grid in like yellow, red and uh blue kind of electrical tape. Like that's You don't
0: understand art.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, and it's called New York city, but like it, <laughs> I mean, this looks like wrapping paper. So whatever it's cubism, it's abstract, it's art, but I would never think to look at that and go, you know, I think that might be upside down. No. Like, what do you mean? It's what do you mean? It's upside down. And then they're when you go through this story, they're talking about, Oh, it's so obvious now it is. <laughs>
0: I don't know. What are these? saying? Oh, it's so obvious now. Of
1: course now. You can see that the way that it's, you know, all like crosshatched in the bottom is obviously the sky. And these are buildings. It's so obvious. It's
0: upside down. I can't believe we, we didn't see it.
1: Well, so it's been upside down now for so long because it's traveled, you know, around the world. Like it started in, it went up in New York's MoMA, then it went to Germany and then you know like it's gone to it was in the Pompidou in Paris which is where you know trashy trashy host Cassandra Cardina saw it and uh, it's been upside down now for so long that they're like well if we turn it right side up the painting will fall apart because I don't know like the electrical tape like is used to being one way where- <laughs> I don't think this is made with electrical tape but it looks like it doesn't it yeah yeah it's
0: insane yeah I art is in the eye of the beholder. Yes. I mean,
1: who are we to be disrespectful?
0: You know, are just dumb little dumb little munchkins? I don't know. But I don't know. Anyway, anyway, anyway. You know, you know, I, I mean everything has a, a value, an intrinsic value, and everything is seen and you know valued in different ways and things are people value
1: experience
0: yes some people value experiences some people value way things differently you know Uh, so so similar to the the parents in this next story
1: yes from
0: mirror.co
1: um mom and dad branded disrespectful as they ditch son's wedding to watch a sport which, now was it the World Cup? Because that only happens every four years. So well, but I think people know when that's gonna go down. Like, so basically, these this couple plans their wedding, everyone's going, <laughs> especially his parents, and then it was uh what like three months prior that they were like, Hey, we're actually not gonna come because mm-hmm. there's this two week long tournament mm-hmm. and that you know your wedding falls in that in those two weeks which is
0: bonkers like <laughs> <laughs> i mean i so there's this game called calcio orentino or called historic football and it's like soccer and rugby have a baby kind of, and it, it it's only played in Florence <laughs> and uh, they play it to this day. Uh-huh. And um, basically there are, <laughs> there's like four teams and that's it. And you are a blue, red, white, or green. And the it, it's a quarter, it's like a section of the city. That if you're born in that section of the city, that is your color. Like that's, that's you, there's no, oh, I'd like to be a red. Nope. You are a blue. That is, if you're born in this address, you are a blue for life. It doesn't matter where you live now. If you're born there, this is what you play. But it is like the most, one of the most violent sports in the world. It's truly like punches, kicks, de-teething. Like <laughs> It's like a blood sport. Like deaths have happened playing this game. But they play it like once a year, um, like basically in June. And again, it's like there's four teams that do it. But it is—I watched a documentary about it on Netflix. People will like get an apartment in a part of the city if they're having children, so that their child can be born a green, if that's because they're green, even if they live in like the white or whatever now. Um, but it's like a blood sport. So like I understand if like if this was happening, I'd be like, I'm sorry, I can't go to your wedding. I I have to go watch this. I have to
1: go do fight club.
0: I have to go do fight club. Yeah. I have to go do blood sport. Um, like sucker punches, kicks to the head are are banned right now. That's it um but those are the only things that are banned um, everything else choking headbutting, punching elbow it's the most insane you have to watch it it's it's a netflix i think it's called like extreme sport or something there's almost no rules it's true <laughs> <laughs> it, home <laughs> games home games is the netflix feature it's the most insane thing if that were happening i would miss your wedding for it but other than that no no excuses that's all
1: you know the thing that's extra bad about this is that the couple's parent or the groom's parents had agreed to pay for the flowers and then kind of like just assumed that everybody would like take the hint that since they're not coming anymore they're (gasps) not paying for the flowers so they didn't find that out until like day of and so like some people had to like run off to a grocery store to buy you know something so that like at least the bride and the bridesmaids would have um a bouquet to hold but like even like their wedding planner like didn't really know that that was happening so yeah it's uh i don't know
0: that's insane that's crazy i hate that
1: <laughs> it's pretty gnarly you know we're having our wedding during spring training baseball Oh, um,
0: yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, oh, oh, sorry that I can't make it anymore.
1: Sorry, honestly, like, uh, yeah, my partner's dad was because they go to spring training every year. He was like, uh, well, we missed it because of the pandemic, and uh, you know, we were able to go last year, but it was a little late. um, okay, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, it's yeah, like you know, I follow getting- the uh the Falcons, so i I gotta go. The Falcons, the baseball team.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, the yeah uh,
1: baseball spring training is what I'm talking about.
0: Yeah, the yeah Kentucky the Falcons. Falcons. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Anyways, uh, it's it's trashy. I can't believe the next story though.
0: You're Speaking of trashy, yeah. truly trash on the ground from WSBTV.com. A trail of candy wrappers leads GA deputies to nine people accused of leading burglary. And I would have gotten away with it if it weren't for those darn kids. This is Scooby-Doo activity. Like, this is truly Scooby-Doo.
1: You know, you read through it and you're like, this is stupid. This is crazy. But then you do start to feel bad near the end for the burglars because it sounds like they might be unhoused or something. I don't know. Anyways, here's what happened is that there's... They were hit in houses. It's a burglary ring as police are describing it. But it was a bag of Milky Way candy bars that helped them solve the case because, um, you know, this one person got robbed. They knew that they got robbed when they noticed that there was a cart heart beanie on the kitchen counter that wasn't his, which like, don't leave things behind. I mean, this is just mm-hmm. messy crime. Like, mm-hmm. look, we don't endorse crime on trashy treasure podcast Mm-mm. we talk about it a lot but we do not, we, we don't, don't endorse, endorse it. it but like that just seems like burglary 101 like don't leave shit behind like especially a beanie it's cut and like your hairs in that yeah. i don't know they uh these people tried to rip out their ac unit it didn't doesn't sound like it worked everything was turned around but they store they stole clothes four guns ammo a chainsaw anxiety pills because I have anxiety if I was thinking about (laughs) having four guns on me at once. And then they stole a bag of Milky Ways from the refrigerator, you know, to like get theirs. But these, uh, these stupid robbers, these little, these little crooks couldn't wait until they got home to eat the Milky Ways because they basically were just munching on the Milky Ways and littering the whole way, leaving a perfect trail to, where they were living the mobile home park where they were living oh, so stupid so stupid <laughs> really it's really dumb like the investigator was like yeah we were walking on the trails through the woods by this person's house and then the person was like oh my milky ways look at there's wrappers and then just like nine little wrappers
0: just like right up to the mobile
1: home like, like
0: Hansel and Gretel's mom and dad or like true. dad you know he's like oh
1: the trail. I mean honestly, like come on, don't litter. Don't litter. One crime per day if you're going to do it, you know? Yeah. Like my goodness. I don't know. It's just so stupid. And it is. You're right. It's like Scooby Doo. Like <laughs> they would they would be able to discover that. But honestly, speaking of crime, and <laughs> I would say some vigilante justice absolutely we're gonna go to the washingtonpost.com and we're gonna talk a little bit more about you know you mentioned earlier uh
0: elon musk's twitter
1: we haven't talked too much about it or maybe we have i don't
0: know i i, don't uh, remember I just what I ate it's a dumpster so. fire i yeah. it can't it's too much i think we need to let it all play out and then we can kind of do a retrospective because the wind changes every two hours with this story truly so. Um,
1: but we do like this one a lot. So there's a pharmaceutical giant called Eli Lilly who, you know, like uh, overcharges the shit out of people who need insulin, which is fucked up. And so if you're familiar with the Twitter thing at all, you know that Elon Musk was like, verified accounts are stupid. And anyone can have a verified account, anyone can get that blue check mark for only $8. And so the internet went interneting and people were buying. They, they were buying the verified check mark for $8, but they were verifying themselves as these massive companies. Someone did Tesla, someone did, you know, like Coca-Cola, someone did like a certain like world government and started like
0: admitting to genocide, like all kinds. Oh like, yeah. A defense contractor. Um, yes. Yes. The yeah, defense uh, contractor. But it was teeny like, instead of, gosh, damn it. I can't remember which one, but it was amazing. Yeah. It, it was just instead of a Lockheed Martin, it was like Lockheed Martin or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. But they were verified. And so someone took this for Eli Lilly and basically tweeted, um, we are excited to announce insulin is free now. And it was a verified account. And so they just lost millions. Like in stock immediately. I think I'm trying to find the number in the article really fast because it was amazing. It was something like. 17 million. Uh, no, it was. Uh, oh, yeah. Wait, no. Yeah. It was, it was- they're, they're a 330 $330 billion company. Yeah.
0: So um, calls them 17 billion, correct?
1: Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> something like that. So like just in a moment, because all of these shareholders we're like, insulin's free. No, thank you. Which is like fucked up, but also yeah. like, I don't know It for some reason, I like, I make me happy because yeah. insulin was made by a man who sold that patent for like what?
0: Like $1. So yeah, that it would $1. always be available
1: because he knows that it saves people's lives and take pharmaceutical companies and take that $1 patent and make it like You know, however, like $140 a vial or whatever, probably more than that. Ridiculous. More than that. Yeah. Yeah. Because people care about money more than they care about saving people's lives. And so this was, I mean, (sighs) this was fantastic. This was like fucking Batman, vigilante, justice, Robin Hood, like take down the rich. You know, I loved the, because Erica's not kidding. It does change with the wind. All of this was that was happening with Eli Lilly with Lockheed Martin, with Tesla. This was over the span of like four hours Yes, before Twitter had <laughs> to shut down this like viral, or like this whole like, oh, you can purchase verification for
0: $8. Like that's how long it was able to last. Yeah, before for $8, they brought down billions. It was incredible. It was the best. And all they did was ban those accounts. Okay, take my $8. I've had the most fun taking down some capitalist, rich, terrible war mongers and yeah people capitalizing on people's need for life like okay i had the best
1: time of my life okay. eight dollars to cost a huge pharmaceutical company
0: billions in
1: like yeah. an hour absolutely Check. i'll pay 16
0: i'll pay i'll pay 20 i'll pay the original 20 that elon said it should cost yeah. until stephen king was like i pay eight and then he's like oh, okay it's it's it's, it's so so uh, Bernie Sanders, the Senator Bernie Sanders said, um, he said, he tweeted that the original discoverer of insulin patent, you know, patented for $1, sold it. Eli Musk replied or quote tweeted him that, uh, well, Eli Lilly has more robust, better insulin. Uh, you know, that's, a, it's a better insulin. And then Eli Musk's own website Twitter <laughs> fact-checked him I was like well actually yeah it was he he
1: argued i think he said like
0: it wasn't one dollar
1: it was 25 dollars and you know like yeah that like basically trying to like cover eli Lilly, like the this company's ass yeah and bootlick
0: for eli Lilly. and it's like but twitter no. has
1: fact-checking software on there after like the you know 20s after trump basically and roasted his ass immediately. I mean, because it's in the algorithm to roast someone who lies on Twitter. So I don't know how much longer we're going to have
0: Twitter, (laughs) to be honest. It gets worse every second. So as of Friday, November 18th, the latest update, uh, Elon Musk gave everyone a ultimatum that you are either going to sign up for these like grueling hours, insanity, or resign um, by opt into these insanity hours by <laughs> November of seventeenth, almost half the company that's left out of the from the seven thousand employees that were laid down to thirty five hundred laid off to thirty five hundred, almost like a majority said no, we're not doing that. That's insane. We'll we'll go somewhere else. <laughs> his his t- doomsday timer went off at you know five o'clock on the seventeenth, and he'd been begging employees to stay. So uh the entire payroll department resigned on the 17th. So how oh are gosh. any of these people that they are legally obligated to pay their severances and their current salaries going to get paid um the Android team had resigned as of the 17th. This website is sinking fast. We are on the Titanic. we are we are on the the boat above watching the Titanic go go down. This is horrible, but yeah,
1: it, if, yeah, wasn't it like he he, bought Twitter, fired like 50 percent of the people and then yes with this with this new ultimatum was like you work these crazy hours or you resign immediately and we'll give you like a month's pay severance or something like that. And yeah, yeah like at least half people were like, okay, no bye.
0: we have options. Like, yeah later we're, we're, like I watched a video of like people that had been there like nine plus years that were like counting down to the five o'clock deadline in the office like how long have you been here? Great. 9, nine, eight. Yeah, <laughs> and they were like, they're like, all right. are anyway, let's some see if our badges most... still work. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Uh,
1: they created some of the most sophisticated algorithms in the world. Like, they'll be fine.
0: Yeah, they're like, let's see if our badges still work. It's five o'clock. Um, but uh, as of the seventeenth, their badges, everyone's badges, and access to the site was cut off. <laughs> Every employees because they Elon wanted to make sure nobody like went in there and just like threw a pipe mom basic in the code. Hilarious. Like afraid because like, everyone's like. I think what he thought, my, my opinion, is he thought that just a couple of vocal outliers were like, this is bad, but everyone's going to want to bootlick me because I'm so great. And when people are like, no, we're not going to work in your apartheid uh, emerald mine conditions, you lunatic. And he's like, well, but, but, but SpaceX and Tesla, but they work under these crazy conditions. And it's like, oh, people that are rocket scientists that don't have that many companies to work for? agree to these conditions i'm a fucking software engineer i can go work for any any amazing company i'm out yeah it's uh yeah i think that he was it kind of reminds
1: me of when trump ran for president like (laughs) you could have just kept being a vocal rich asshole yeah you know and you could have kept committing your white collar crime and you could have kept maybe maybe people wanting you to run for president, but, like, you never actually, like, kind of like how The Rock is right now. I really hope he doesn't run for president.
0: I almost do. Like,
1: you no, know, but, like, it's, like, you could have just kept doing that and, like, been, you know, the person that never was, but, like, whoever, you know, like, you could have just kept doing that. Elon Musk, but then you had to run for president. And now you, like are you being indicted for all that? Anyways, well, I have to talk about Trump, but like, it just seems like a parallel of like these Machiavellian, like rich psychos who get their egos so inflated and their bank accounts so inflated that they suddenly start to believe the shit that they spew. Like Elon Musk could have just been like someone who's vocal, who has this weird fringe following you know, and like, but goes down and he's like one of the richest men alive and created like this really great technology that we all use. He didn't create he, shit.
0: He just, well, bought I know, I know he bought it. I know. Yeah. Excuse
1: me. Sorry. He spearheaded electric cars and things like that, that like everyone, whatever he could have just been that guy. And he could have said, man, maybe I should buy Twitter. This doesn't feel like a place for free speech anymore. And people could have been like, yeah, Elon buy it, buy it. But then he could have just never done it. And he could have just been the guy that everyone like prophesied like, oh, I wonder what it would have been like if Elon actually bought Twitter. Like, I bet it would have been awesome. Yeah. That's what he could have had. Go out, But legendary. instead, he actually just bought it and is, you know, experiencing the part of power where you go ballistic and is realizing, similar to Trump now, oh, my God, like. Maybe people don't buy this bullshit as much as I thought they did. Maybe I've been lying to myself. And speaking of lying to ourselves, oh baby, what what better way to find our way to the dumpster fire? Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm ready,
0: girl. <laughs> it's a doozy. Buckle up. Secure your bank <gasps> accounts. Secure your crypto wallets. <laughs> Save your your polycules. Rank rank your rank your partners and your polycules. It's time for the dumpster fire of the week.
1: Oh my god. I mean you're passionate about this one, but I just have to put it out there. You remember, well, I don't know if you remember, but speaking of baseball, you know, like that there was this big baseball is one of the sports that still has no advertisements on the jerseys you know like because you like watch soccer and they're covered in advertisements f1 they're covered but you know it was a controversy when there was a nike swoosh on uh, the baseball jerseys and now now finally they're starting to go into having ads on their like sleeves but the first like dip your toes into this moment was that all of the umpires had the FTX logo on their outfits. And, and it made you go, what is FTX? Mm -hmm. And, you know, like many things that seem to be surrounding us, it's another crypto company that's buying out sports stadiums or that's advertising. And you're like, When do people figure out that cryptocurrency isn't real? I don't know. That's not my business. I'm not going to get in an argument with anybody about it.
0: So leave me alone. All the emperor's new clothes. Anyway, so what? So you might have been hearing the word FTX or the phrase FTX, FTX. What's going on? So it's a bankrupt crypto exchange. So here's what's happened. Here's a timeline of what's all happening. We're going to cover it. We're going to let you know we are the source of truth. And by that, I mean, we've gathered information from usnews.com and the New York Post, the the, the, the journalism of record. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you should use the word truth. <laughs> <laughs> so problems have mounted for the collapsed cryptocurrency exchange FTX, which was struggling to account for money that went missing hours after it filed for bankruptcy. The imploding cryptocurrency trading firm FTX is now short billions with a B of dollars after experiencing the crypto equivalent of a bank run. So it was once known as the world's largest sought bankruptcy protection. It was once the world's largest exchange of cryptocurrency. Sought bankruptcy protection last week. Its CEO and founder resigned. (laughs) This 30-year-old CEO and founder Hours later, the trading firm said that there had been unauthorized access and that funds had disappeared. Huh. And then we
1: check. like, I mean, honestly, the next thing you do is check that guy's Instagram. And he's like, huh, there he is, Barbados. Mm -hmm. You know? I mean, that's, I'm just, I'm making that up. I don't know that he did that. But, I mean, like, file for bankruptcy, Mm -hmm. uh, resign, clear the accounts, flee. It makes It makes sense if it's a movie. I mean, you know, I'd watch it. Uh, I I mean, Barbados, extra
0: edition, U.S.
1: (laughs) So it went bankrupt um, because there was uh, fears on whether or not FTX had sufficient capital. You know, like, do you have enough money to, like, pay everyone out if, like, everyone decides to sell their Bitcoin overnight? like that kind of thing. And uh they were supposed to sell itself to a crypto exchange rival Binance, but the deal fell through when Binance's like due diligence was on the FTX balance sheet was still pending, basically being like I don't think you have as much money as you say you do. Yeah. Um, so we're not sure we want to buy you anymore kind of thing.
0: So they said their assets were between 10 billion and 50 billion, which is a that's not 10 to 12 billion, which is still a huge discrepancy. yeah, 10 to 50 billion. There, there's a website that I went on that was like, here's you just scrolled, right? you just scrolled and it was like, here's you scroll from one to ten thousand. and it was like, oh, this is a this is a bit of time to scroll. 10,000 to a million. Oh, it took me time. From a million to a billion, it was like 10 minutes of time almost to get there.
1: A billion I mean, is a lot of money. We it's a lot of
0: money. fathom how much money it is. I mean, no. that word gets thrown around so much time, but it was like, here it is in, in equivalence of time. It was so much time to to scroll to a billion. It was insane. Anyway, it lists more and than it, 30. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't, I want to just point
1: out that Deflategate's own Tom Brady was a major, sane. major investor in FTX, like as if his life couldn't get worse as he decides to come out of retirement for no reason. When he could have, uh, Tom Brady, D- Donald Trump, Elon Musk, you could have went down as the best quarterback to ever live. And yet you decided to come back again And you're divorcing your wife, who I've seen a lot of TikTok accounts saying that she's a witch and like that she casts spells and she's the reason that Tom Brady was successful. Um, And I, you know what? I buy it. And then you lose a huge amount of money that you invested into this wacky, I mean, we don't know. We're about to get to why it's wacky, but this wacky crypto firm that has now gone under.
0: (laughs) Cass, tinfoil hat time full hat time. Woo. Maybe Tom, here's my theory. Here's my theory. Maybe Tom came out of retirement, had to go back to work because he knew this was all about to go under. He knew he was going to be sued from being in these ads. And he was like, oh, I got to go back to work because I'm about to be sued for advertising for this scam.
1: I mean, how much money is too much money? I suppose, but I his uh, ex wife certainly has a lot more of it than he does. So, who knows? Yeah, maybe it was like he saw the the writing on the wall, and he was like, "Well, there goes my retirement fund. Yep. Time to time to get back to work." Yeah. So
0: okay. here's the let's do. Should we dive into the CEOs? Oh yeah. Oh baby. So the CEO <laughs> So the CEO is named Sam bankman freed He had a hedge fund called Alameda Research. It also filed for bankruptcy. Uh, da, da, da. Um he recently was estimated to be worth 23 billion. It was a prominent political donor to the Democrats. Hmm. Anyway, uh so Alameda also filed for chapter 11. There's been a lot of talk of him on social media, of course. Um, but (laughs) what gets more interesting, a little step in Bankman fried and his ex lover, Caroline Ellison were reportedly part of a 10 person group or a polycule polyamorous group that ran FTX and its sister cryptocurrency trading firm Alameda research from a luxury penthouse in the Bahamas.
1: So they figured this out or this is all coming out because I guess Carolyn had a Tumblr page where she would like enter in detailed like journal entries about her polyamorous lifestyle. So this massive cryptocurrency trading firm was run by 10 people who were all like, this is how I imagine these big rich companies are run is by a group of people <laughs> fucking each other. Like, this honestly makes it make more sense to me. Because yes. I wonder to myself, I'm like, how on earth do these, like, super, super rich people, how are they allowed to just get bankruptcy after bankruptcy after ban- and, like, just keep screwing up? And it's like, oh, because it's a 10-person group of, like, people who fuck each other like oh okay i don't know why that because everything is so crazy already that like it almost feels it's like when you think when you when you dive into like cults or scientology the crazier it gets somehow the more comfort you feel (laughs) like in a way so she like goes on this whole like deal on her tumblr about her feelings towards polyamorous relationships and like masochism and how she thinks that like you know that uh, one's partners should be ranked and that it should be a a competitive atmosphere where people are trying to achieve a higher ranking. I don't know. I mean, like this has nothing to do necessarily with FTX, but like, but it does, but But it it does does in a way, because it's like, I mean, this is, you know, now they're like, do you think they're all breaking up now? I I, it's, it's tough to say, but they own them. They own the, the arena that the Miami Heat play in. So for like
0: 17 years. It's like a huge contract.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So that's I we went to a Lakers game last week and it's uh, formerly the staples center is now called the crypto.com arena or as they're really, really trying to make happen, the crypt. No. Yeah. And I was thinking to myself when we were there I wonder if this is going to turn back into the Staples Center or like who's going to buy it when this crypto.com inevitably folds because this is FTX is not the only cryptocurrency trading site that is suddenly like the house of cards. You like blow it and there's suddenly nothing there like this is this is common again, I don't want to argue with anyone. If you feel passionate about cryptocurrency and you made a lot of money in it, congratulations. Yeah. Congrats. You, you know, something that I don't, but like, if you think this isn't gambling, like it's gambling, but it's gambling with fake money, which is why, you know, you don't see Caesar's palace folding because they're gambling with real money
0: yeah
1: <laughs> we haven't we haven't moved over to cryptocurrency yet so to put so much value on it to a point where these people can buy sports arenas with real money and they can deduct they can resign and take real money away real billions of dollars away to go off into their fuck palaces in the on the islands like that's your fault
0: that's your fault tom brady Yeah, you were gambling so the the um the lawyer or the person who managed Enron's bankruptcy that person like the most experienced bankruptcy uh, like person in the world right like he he's handled the his name is is John Ray the 3rd he said that <laughs> that he handled the liquidation of Enron after that huge accounting scandal back in the day and he said He's never seen a company in worse shape than FDX. In my Hilarious. 40 years of legal and restructuring experience, I've been chief restructuring officer or chief executive officer in several large corporate failures in history. I've never seen such a complete failure of corporate controls and a complete absence of trustworthy financial information as occurred here. Like if Enron was like, yeah, oh, they did a pretty good job <laughs> compared to this. That's insane. Yeah, that's crazy. In their bankruptcy filing, here's some of the worst examples of what was happening. Employees submitted expenses reimbursements over a chat. A random manager would accept or reject those reimbursements with an emoji. Can you imagine being like, hey, I had lunch for a business meeting. Devil horns or praise hands being your response. (laughs) Alameda Research, FDX hedge funds, gave Sam Bankman-Fried a $1 billion personal loan. They also loaned the director of engineering $543 million. Very few records were actually kept. Most decisions were made over a chat with messages automatically deleting after a certain time. The company was worth $32 billion, but they never had board meetings. Neither did most of their subsidiaries. They owned 132 subsidiary companies. They had no cash management system. Corporate funds were used to purchase several real estate um, purchases. Employees and executives put their names on homes purchased with company funds. Management had no idea how much cash was on hand at any given time or even where all their cash was. FTX didn't keep proper records of who they employed, Employees and contractors co-mingled throughout the different companies without proper documentation of how they spent their time. Certain employees can't be located, which could mean some employees were fake. Crypto deposits by customers weren't even recorded on the balance sheet. Presumably, all crypto assets just went to one central slush fund used for whatever. This is truly like, give a bunch of kids fucking each other some money.
1: (laughs) I mean, what a what a masterful example of failing upwards, you know, because on a different timeline or something like with with like just the slightest hair out of place in, you know, butterfly effect timeline, like none of these people would be successful at all with the business prowess and the skills that they have. I mean, this is we live in a crazy country, Erica, where, you know. Sometimes you get very, very, at least in this day and age, you can get very, very rewarded for kind of brash confidence and like no skill set and like being very illogical and crazy. But it I don't know. I'm looking forward to seeing a Netflix documentary about
0: it to learn more. Truly, the emperor has no clothes like the guy came in and was like, you know what?
1: Uh, you know what? Like you i just got... had to make a place to buy bitcoin and then all of a sudden i'm mean, because again this is not the only company that has this problem like this is a very bad one and this was one of the biggest yeah. but like you know you just you create a place online to buy bitcoin and dogecoin and you know like ethereum and whatever and then and then you just a bunch of people give you your money and i don't know
0: this, this is crazy yeah this is crazy this is why i keep all of my money in a buried jar, in, a in the backyard and under my mattress yeah yeah, <laughs> you gotta keep cash on hand <laughs> i keep liquid cash in, got in gold <laughs> got to got to yeah paper paper cash and uh mm-hmm. savings bond yeah i don't know yeah yeah babes <laughs> what are you hoarding what are you hoarding?
1: I'm hoarding the uh Netflix movie starring Lindsay Lohan herself falling <sighs> for Christmas. Yes. We watched it uh with a group on a couple days like two days ago. You know, it's a cheesy Christmas movie. Don't go in there expecting me. I'm not recommending Citizen Kane right now, okay? I'm I'm recommending a cheesy Christmas movie, but I'm just I feel happy to see Lindsay Lohan back and seemingly normal. And I don't know. I just liked it, you know? I mean, I love Christmas movies in general, but I'm I'm happy for Lindsay Lohan and I'm rooting for her. And so I will use my small platform mm-hmm. to encourage everyone to go and watch Falling for Christmas on Netflix. And you know what? Just lighten up. Huh? Why don't you lighten up?
0: Why don't you just time. enjoy it? Have a good time. Have a good time. It's silly. Laugh. You have a nice Grab a I glass of I, wine. I think I know the person who
1: wrote that question. Okay. If that's true, you need to get me in contact with this person because okay. I can write these. I yeah. just don't have the platform. Like, yeah. I trust me, nothing would satisfy me more. Keep your Emmys, keep yeah. your Oscars. This is what I want to do. This is is
0: my, this This is me. This is my calling. All right. What are you hoarding? Okay. I'm hoarding. It was on Peacock and it's based off the documentary abducted in plain sight, but there's a dramatization called a friend of the family. Mm -hmm. And it was done with cooperation of the Broberg family. So if you don't know what abducted in plain sight was, it covers the story of Jan Broberg who was kidnapped twice by a family friend robert birch told i don't him, want you to spoil it because no, it's that's, that crazy. that's that's the premise that's it that's okay. that's this is the fact of the story she was kidnapped twice over a period of two years by this friend of their family and you're like that sounds crazy how could that happen and you watch the documentary and you watch them telling the story and you're like this sounds nuts but when i you think watch- we talked about it I, I think we talked about the documentary. Yeah. But when you watch, and when you watch the, Jake Lacy plays the man who kidnaps her, and, mm-hmm. but when you watch it, you hear the documentary, and you hear her telling the story. And again, she was involved in doing the scripted series as well. So the family had input and told the story. And she even introduces the scripted story. Like, this sounds unbelievable, but like, this is what happened. When you watch it play out, you go Oh, I a hundred percent understand what happened to this family. It's. Oh, wow. Interesting. Chris. It is. It's true. Like you watch some, you know, like, this is unbelievable. And then you watch the show too. And you go, God, this is unbelievable. But you, but you understand more of the emotional components of it. And it's done so well. It's called friend of the family. It's on Peacock. It's totally worth getting, get Peacock y'all. They've got some great original content. But- I like Peacock a lot. I, yeah. I
1: got it recently. And, uh. Big hand. I've been enjoying it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you throwing away? Chilly feet. Oh, my feeties bl- are always so cold now. And like then I have to put on socks, but <laughs> it's like I only have no-show socks, and so I only have a few pairs of socks up high, and I just I hate it. My feet are so chilly these days.
0: Yeah,
1: I'm gonna get frostbite in my own apartment. Oh, sorry. What are you throwing
0: out? Okay. So I'm a part of this app called Flip Mm -hmm. and it's for people that specifically do wellness and beauty and skincare. So they make like little reviews of the product. The more you watch, the bigger discount you get on buying things. You can just add that product right to your cart. And um, if you, you know, the more videos you watch, the bigger discount you get on things. And then if you do videos yourself, you get a bigger discount. So I was, I had a cart built and I had like a huge discount, but I also got three items for free. And one of those items was a fancy electric toothbrush. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Ooh, I've never had an electric toothbrush. And let me just tell you this. I'm a hard brusher. I go through a toothbrush. I act as if I'm trying to find curly school. I'm, I'm digging in my mouth. Like I'm terrible. I, I know I need to brush softer. I'm a hard brusher. And I was like, you know what'll probably help me stop? I have an electric toothbrush. Mm-hmm. I, I bet I would be a softer brusher. So I buy this. I get this electric toothbrush. Again, it's free. It's a fancy brand. I'm not going to name drop them till like I figure this out. I get it yesterday. I can't wait. I'm going to use it. You know, it's all charged up. I go to use it because Andrea, I that I don't know how the f people use electric toothbrushes. I I was like, I was my head was rattling. It was like I've seen God. It was. The worst experience. I, I, like I was like, are my feelings gonna jump out? Like it was horrific. I hated it, and I was like, how? How do you? And it was like, you know, every once in a while it beep and it'd be like, okay, I guess I go to the news section. But it, but it, I was doing it so I, you know, I wasn't doing anything. It was like letting it do the work. But it was so it was the worst experience. I hate it. I hate an electric toothbrush. <laughs> and this is a very nice brand. Again, I'm not gonna name drop them until we sort this out. But and maybe if they sponsor me, I'll. Be but it was horrible. How do people use electric toothbrushes? I hate it.
1: Are you, That's... did you not, did you go too hard? No, like, I, I I wasn't doing any of
0: the. I was holding it still and just moving it, you know, around. I wasn't doing any of the scrubbing. Honestly, there's probably some YouTube
1: videos on like how to do this, but to be like, I I'm having a hard time getting through this little segment right now because, you know, I have a problem with like, teeth brushing and like it just makes me nauseous to think about other people doing it and so like even like the fact that there are probably ugh, there are probably videos out there that will like show you how to <laughs> do this yeah. like i honestly i'd rather watch someone take a shit on a glass table than watch one of those videos <laughs>
0: what do you what do you <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh oh oh cast i forgot i'm hoarding something else what oh I, what i'm hoarding something big <laughs> yeah me trashy too, trashy. <laughs> now has a merchandise line. We got shirts. We got shirts. We got shirts. Stickers, hoodies. Uh, put it on a dog bowl. Put it on a sticker. Whatever you want. If whatever you the hell to. you want. Trashy, trashy podcast. threadless.com you can buy accessories for the home mugs notebooks skateboards even buttons rugs tapestries t-shirts for kids women men non-binary friends uh magnets yoga mats you've always wanted a trashy trashy yoga mat Cass tell them some of tell them some of the designs
1: we have designs that say shout out Ashley because
0: uh, you know she gets name dropped more than she should sure we oh, have and guess what what? We have a
1: Florida Man shirt. We have a Florida Man shirt. We've got Baby Trash Can. I lie to my therapist. Stay garbage. We have my personal favorite, which is Time Traveler. We have one um, that
0: says, Trashy Trashy podcast. Stay sure. trashy. Yeah, I mean we got. There's a lot of stuff on there. More designs to come. We'll get one with our logo on there. My personal favorite. It says Trashy Trashy. Not just a podcast. It's a lifestyle on the back. But yeah, you can buy. All of these incredible shirts at the website, com. We'll be posting images all over our socials. Right now on Threadless, though, there are $15 tees through 11.23, ending at 5 p.m. Central Time, though. So you got to take advantage now. Um, those are select uh, select T-shirts, select styles, but you can take advantage ah. of all of this and we would love to see you in them. If you t- if you buy something, send us a pic. We'd love to see you in them. That'd be-
1: Please, please send us a pic. We'll put you on the Instagram. We're going to have the website on the Instagram. We're going to have it available, but go buy merch because we love doing this podcast and we love all of you listeners and- Let's all just rep it together. Rep
0: wrap it. It's it, it's truly been so fun. And we have some samples in already from us. And I can't wait to see more out in the wild. And I'm I truly think this is a perfect Christmas gift, perfect Hanukkah gift. Too late for probably a Thanksgiving gift. I don't know if they'll arrive in time, but make it make it a holiday, they'll remember. Sure. If you, have, if you know someone that doesn't listen to this podcast, Give them a time traveler shirt. And they'll go, what? And then they'll mm-hmm. think you're a time traveler.
1: I mean, honestly, I usually take advantage of like Black Friday sales to buy stuff for myself. So did, buy this for you. yourself. Like, I mean, yes, gift it, sure. But like get
0: your get yourself one too. Yourself you earned a, it. A baby trash can coffee mug. You know you, um, you know you need your fuel in the morning. Just do it.
1: And if I'm not mistaken. This is a little bit customizable where you can, you choose the logo that you want. You choose the type of shirt that you want. You choose mm-hmm. your size, of course, and mm-hmm. it's available in a lot of different colors. So oh, like V-neux, this is colors, this is tanks, customizable long sleeves,
0: sweatshirts, hoodies, zip ups, all different types of wash, vintage, tri-blend, performance, champion, ringers, classic, softies, regulars. We have it all
1: get so on there
0: they come in all different types of wash as well french terry classic fleece sponge fleece uh, i mean I, I, the, the, it's the it's list like goes in, on infinity infinity anyway we're just very proud so please roll that out and you know as always on other socials you can find us at trashy trashy, trashy, trashy podcast on instagram and twitter for now twitter question mark yeah, I know trashy, trashy pod on TikTok as well. But, Cass, where can the people find you specifically?
1: At Cass Carding this on Instagram. I mean,
0: it's the same on Twitter, but I'm, I'm not posting. I'm really waiting this out. Yeah. And where do they find you? They can find me at Iconic Curry, at Iconic Erica Curry on Instagram, on TikTok as well. And that's kind of where I want to be right now. <laughs>
1: totally. Well, wonderful. I'm so excited for these shirts and i'm excited for our listeners for their mere existence the fact that they're there yeah. thank you for being
0: thank me. you thank you thank you all right hey cass what's going on girl Say hey, garbage you say garbage girl i will bye-bye bye-bye
1: Bye.